Hi, ladies and gentlemen, we are back with another episode of this freaking show. The weekly podcast with a little bit of something and a whole lot of nothing. I am your host, Travis D. And with me on this journey, Agua Khaled and Geekcast Joe. See that? See, I used the word journey there, you know, to kind of spice it up a little. I like that. <laughs> Very nice. Right? Right? Well, like, you know, like you get to that point, like, you know, when you do something, you know, 60, 70 times over and over the same way, you just get like really bored of it. So, you know, it's got to change things and alter it. I get it. You know? Yeah. You know, like, I mean, because, you know, I don't want to get to that point where, like, where someone listens to our show and they're like, okay, here goes Travis doing the same exact thing. I want them to go on like, oh, God, Travis is doing, wait a minute, that's different. You know, like, it draws them in. I get you. Yeah. I get you. Right. Right. I mean, come on now. I mean, I'm, I'm good at this. I mean, just because this is literally all I do. You know, <laughs> this, stare at the dog while he sleeps, you know, whatever. You this know, is your normal people dog. things. <laughs> this is my life, you know. Uh, but no, another thing I do, uh, I do do is, uh, my new job, which, uh, which I, I started last week, which was really Congrats. cool. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, it's going pretty good. I, I was kind of worried about the whole night thing, like transitioning into a night shift thing. And I gotta say, it's not horrible. I mean, right now I'm on like that 1 PM to midnight shift. Nice. I'm sorry. 1 PM to night, 1 PM to 9 PM shift. Um, so it was rough, you know, at the beginning, Oh, my grandmother's calling me. I'll answer that later. Um, <laughs> so it, it's rough, like, at the beginning there, because usually around 2, 3 o'clock in the afternoon anyways, I was getting kind of, like, zoned out in my old job. Mm-hmm. So now I'm, like, zoned out at the beginning. So when I get to the end, I'm kind of, like, wide awake, ready to go. And I also realized that uh, this place is in, like, a five-minute radius of my new job. There's a Taco Bell, a Wendy's, a McDonald's, a Burger King, a White Castle, an Arby's, a KFC, someplace called Yorkie's. Nice. I mean, like, I mean, the possibilities of ordering food from anywhere, Jersey Mike's, Jimmy John's, oh, my, everything. Wow. Nice. Right? So the, so the concept of me losing weight is pretty much going to go out the fucking window now because <laughs> when I leave, I can literally have a different place to eat every day of the week. So... So instead of paying my mortgage, I'm gonna buy Big Macs. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez, oh, Big Mac sounds good. Burgers sound amazing. Yeah, you know we get a good Grand burger Mac. At? <laughs> the Grand Mac, but not just a Grand Mac. Something better than a Grand Mac, like a like a like homemade, hand pressed patty burger that you get at Fire Pit Bar and Grill, and you get that every Monday and Wednesday for six ninety nine, with a side of beer. <laughs> And might come nice a transition there. <laughs> come on, uh, I also been wor- I've been working on that too. I mean, come on. I know, like Joey, you're getting close to it, man. Three more months. I know. It's like it's like you're getting to like your final trimester of a pregnancy. That's exactly how it feels like, and I'm trying to figure out what kind of legacy I'm going to birth before I leave. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Building up to that, like that 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 final epic goodbye when you leave Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like as you as you drive down the highway on your way home, you look in the rearview mirror, and as the state just fucking burns to the ground, you're like, they'll always remember me. Uh, I did that. That was me. <laughs> like, I did that. That's why we only have 49 states. Like, <laughs> like just this big black outline of what used to be Connecticut. Oh, I was just making room for American Samoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, Joe. Um... But yeah, we we can talk about us later. You know, we we need to we need to 
we're going to focus on like something that people are actually going to enjoy listening to, which uh, is somebody else who isn't a host of this show, which is a guest. Where would we so, find one of those? I know, right? I mean, like, it, I don't know. Colin, you know where we can find a guest? Um, I think so. You think so? Yeah. Like maybe Leave on our Skype call. Oh my, is there someone else on our Skype call? I think so. Oh, gee. Oh, why don't we bring him on then? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, joining us this evening, which honestly, I don't know why he would do this to himself. <laughs> but we'll soon find out. Uh, the um, This is Brian. And I don't want to say this wrong, but is your last name pronounced Lau? What? Yeah, I that's said it actually- wrong. No, no, that's it. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Last week I uh, heard your uh, episode and uh, you got it right. So kudos. I mean, like, it's like one of the things like it, it, it's unique. I'm seeing like it literally has to sound like the way it's spelled. So I'm like, I'm like, I can't screw this up. But then I realized there's a lot of things I do in my life. I would think I would never screw up. And then I end up doing it. So, hey, you, know, you got it on top of it. You were on top of it. And I, yeah, I don't pronounce things correctly so I'm, i was proud of you <laughs> well thank you thank you so much for coming on our show and making it uh more fun for people to listen to so i'm yeah, excited I'm, for this i'm um, sure what i'm what i'm in for here i mean you, you passed up on a phone call for your grandma to talk to me <laughs> oh yeah yeah <laughs> don't, don't, don't yeah. worry that's pretty common I say, he talks to her all the time <laughs> Yeah, trust me. She has, she has more conversations with my voicemail than she does with me. It's totally cool, though. <laughs> I always I always call her back though. One day, two days later, whatever. <laughs> but uh, oh, absolutely. I mean, she calls for a reason. She probably just wants to see how I'm doing, or you know, get involved in other people's lives through me, whatever she wants she wants to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, why don't you uh, why don't you tell our listeners uh, kind of about who you are? Uh, I'm yeah, Brian Lau, as you said. Um, I'm the uh, creator of a independent comic book called uh, Staunch Ambition. Uh, as far as you know, how we're I- I'm on the show here, but um, yeah, I work in Ohio and live in Michigan, so I have to drive back and forth on the weekends. Um, I'm a father of five, and uh, let's see, went to college for graphic and commercial art. Back then, wanted to uh, do a comic book and try to do it here and there, and then kind of it never just worked out. So kind of just got into my life, got married and had kids, and and didn't pursue it. But then one day, I was like, this story that I was trying to do turned into something completely different. You know, I started writing all these ideas down, and decided. I think about three years ago that, you know what, I'm going to do this. I don't want to be kicking myself, you know, 10 years from now saying, oh, I should have tried to do this idea. So I've been plugging away at it. And, you know, I, I only have certain things that I'm good at. So I've uh, hired and uh, collaborated with a, uh, quite a team to help out with different aspects of the book. So I've been working on this and I have a day job. I'm a technical illustrator, which is not really art, but uh, it pays the bills. So that's uh, that's a little summary of me. I have no tattoos. Um, what else do you need to know? <laughs> have well, you ever uh, committed a felony? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, you know, that brings up a good question because <laughs> this, this is the first 
uh, show we've done together, and and so I wanted to ask you guys how much money do you guys make? (laughs) Considering the uh, oh wait, is this gonna be our last podcast? (laughs) I'm just riding off of your last episode there. Well, thank you so much for uh, joining us on this. I'm not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go. Yeah, like, I enjoyed uh, that. I enjoyed that first date or last date segment. I appreciate that. I mean, it's 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 something I'm trying to do uh, with our show by uh, it's somebody. So oh, what what do people call it? Um, oh, enjoyable. Oh, yeah. so yeah, yeah. <laughs> what does apparently, that mean? What is it? Know, Could right? you define it? Uh, it? It's it's a term that means uh. Make somebody listen to it longer than the first five seconds of the intro. Mm. I didn't define it as stuff other people like. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah, I mean, and, and that's and that's something like you know we're trying to do different with the show and like have a little more segments that way. Uh, and that's why for this season we started uh, with Colin's freaking state of mind, um, mm. where every you know every week when we do a show, Colin will pick a state you know alphabetical order, starting from A. To uh, well, technically W because there's no X Y Z. I was just all our states. Yeah, so, this week Colin, is Kentucky. This week is Kentucky, so you get to actually hear Colin talk about Kentucky later, or you can hang up whatever you want to. Oh, I, mean, I got you know, a lot of family uh, hillbillies from Kentucky, so nice. I mean, like now when you say like family, I mean like they are they like immediate family who like aunts, uncles, little, and cousins, like grandparents. Okay. You know that my grandparents have. Uh, passed away to put a downer on the show but uh yeah a while ago but uh they uh, yeah they were from kentucky so wow yeah i used to go visit there when i was a kid i always always wanted to go down to kentucky kentucky and tennessee were like are like my dream vacations in the future um and it's weird as i mean like you would think like you know to travel down there you think it would take forever but i guess it only takes like seven eight hours something like that nine hours maybe Chicago. Uh, chicago Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, similar. I'm in Michigan, so... Yeah, it's not that bad. Yeah. I, I think the last time I went to Michigan, I was uh, I was at that uh, southwestern part of Michigan where they have all the vineyards and stuff. I went wine tasting with my parents. Uh, awesome. From yeah. what I remember, it was pretty awesome. I, I, uh, I did a lot of tasting that night. So. <laughs> so, Michigan I mean, is a beautiful state. It is. There was, uh, uh, there was one... There was one day, me and uh, me and Colin, we used to work for this company where we would uh, work in like the Midwestern region with petroleum uh, chemical companies. So we did a lot of trips to Michigan. There was actually one point, Colin, what was that uh, trip we had to go to? Like we had to leave like the night before to get up there, like that yeah. the next morning. It was northern Michigan. It was like up there, up there, like, mm-hmm. and it was like it was like a long Lake Michigan. Um, Frankenmuth. I went on vacation once. Absolutely oh, yeah. loved it. You need so to go to Mackinac Island, man. Mackinac I mean, Island. I was awesome. Oh, you've been there. So I, I, I've lived in Michigan my whole life, born and raised in Detroit, and then moved out, you know, further away from the city. But um, just four years ago was the first time I went with my, um, on my first time I ever went, and then took my uh, wife and kids, and it was magnificent. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. I'm going to check it out. I'm yeah. Check yeah. It out. Oh, it's it's beautiful out there and up there. You know, go you know don't go there when it's like you're freezing cold out and whatnot. And you should be you should enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, like somebody did, somebody did recommend me to go on like a water park to Flint, Michigan, and also on like a uh, city tour of Detroit because apparently no, I wouldn't also, do that. 
No, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just <laughs> it's like it's like just wanted to get me and a bunch of people to walk around the streets of Detroit, like just in the middle of the night. But you know, just to, there you to go. Offer, yeah, right. I mean, we'll be all right. I lived I lived in Detroit and going to college and East Detroit, some rough areas. And uh, yeah, it's quite an experience. Got to be yeah, careful. I get it. I've watched hardcore pawn, so I kind of I think I got an idea of what Detroit's like. <laughs> 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 I haven't seen it. Yeah, it, you're, you're better not. I mean, you're, you're, you don't even worry about it. It's it's like Pawn Stars, but it's more hardcore because it's Detroit. I mean, it's, mm, I gotta check yeah. that out. I didn't know that. It's um, oh, what channel is that on? Oh, one of them, TLC. Yeah, nah, not t- I. I can't. It's not History Channel. I know that. Um, yeah. I'll think of it. I'll remember it. But um, but back up, back to your comic book. I just want to give an idea or kind of tell us without ruining anything, because obviously I don't want to give uh, give away any uh any of the story or anything. Because obviously, you know, I would rather people purchase the comic book to know what's going on, but get, kind of give a background of what it's about and uh, a little bit of the characters involved in it. That's funny because I think my problem isn't I'm too general because I'm not sure I have the greatest pitch or whatever, but. You know, I, I think it works, but yeah, I definitely don't want to give away the, you know, any great parts of the ending or whatnot. But yeah, it's a it's a sci-fi supernatural story. So the idea is it's supposed to it's supposed to be like it could possibly happen in our future. It's not in a galaxy far, far away. So the the overall concept of the story is that, you know, we had the first enlightenment. And as science and technology advance, um, through science and technology, mankind is able to enter into the supernatural realm. And so one of my taglines is, welcome to the new enlightenment, which would be the supernatural um, uh, enlightenment. So the uh, story, the book is called Staunch Ambition, and the reason for the name is there's a company in the story that will be taking place um, or that uh, is focused on is called Staunch Industries, which built the Ambition, which is a space station in the story. So, uh, and and it's kind of crucial to the story. So, one of the plot devices is going to be the secret to Staunch's uh, success. And then I have some, uh, uh, obviously, the main characters in the story. Um, we have Riel, who is uh, one of the female lead administrators on the uh, Ambition. And we have Nimrod, who is a genetically engineered worker clone, genetically engineered splice between animal and human DNA. And they make these worker clones with no sexual organs, and, and they have a, like a limited self-awareness or, or consciousness um, so that they can just focus on working and, and be controlled. Um, so he's one of the main, uh, as I say he, even though he really doesn't have sexual organs, um, so we're going to be focused on these, the Riel's, you know, who is Riel and who are her real parents is one of the, uh, important plot issues I'm going to be getting into in issue three. The first issue just starts. I wanted it to start out with, uh, kind of like a, a 007 or like Breaking Bad where you just start out with the can you swear on this uh, podcast? Oh, yeah. Fuck okay, yeah, you swear. Right. <laughs> the crap hitting the fan. The doo-doo caca, as I should say. 
So, um, yeah. <clears throat> so I, I wanted it to just start out where you're like, what the frick's going on? So kind of like Breaking Bad really was. I just love the way Breaking Bad started out. You're just like, he's in his underwear, leaving a message like he's, you know, it's the last thing he'll ever say. Um, and so then we have Nimrod, who's another uh, genetically engineered clone that uh, kind of gets the uh, shit flying when uh, he enters in issue one. So that's kind of a. I don't know if I covered it or uh, I think you get a little taste of what I'm going for. So nice. That's fantastic. I, I'm, I'm sure I left out something important. <laughs> well, so, so where, where did they, like, what got you into comic books? I mean, like where, where did like the, this like, kind of journey begin like when you're younger like what what kind of motivated you to want to do something like this especially sci-fi i mean like because uh we uh um we interviewed uh another comic book creator uh, and he did a uh, comic book on um mafia mob kind of related stuff oh so, yeah yeah so so with with sci-fi like what what wanted you to make uh, create a comic book based on sci-fi rather than you know just anything else well my character was like a design I did in college. We had to do a comic book cover. And so to answer your first question, I get into comics, um, you know, because as a young kid, I was an artist and my older brother, two years older than me, Dennis, is a big geek. I mean, he was like into the news of things happening in movies and comics um, before that, you know, they would happen back when there was no internet i mean and so he just was like into it to the degree where you know he he knew stuff that i'm like how do you even find this stuff out so he had comic books and then um you know they'd be laying around and i would see them and uh started to you know of course a kid you're gonna read comics but i really started to seriously get into them i think during secret wars the original one where spider-man gets his black costume and mm-hmm. uh just as a young man, loved comics. And then, like I said, I went to college for art and had a cartooning class, had to do a comic book cover for one of the assignments. And so my brother and I used to play Dungeons and Dragons, but we also played a game called Champions. Have you ever heard of that game? No, I guess I have. Uh, Really? Mm. It's a role-playing game like Dungeons and Dragons, but it's with superheroes. So you would create your own superheroes and villains and for every power, let's say strength or flying or telekinesis, which was one of my favorites, you would have to have, you know, they would have them listed out, you know. And if you had strength at like 100 um, percent points, you would have to have an equal weakness. So like, uh, you know, fear of, uh, I don't know, maggots, I don't know, whatever, you know, you have yeah. to come up with some kind of a weakness, you know, kryptonite, you know. So we would play this uh, champions game and he, they had like a little sheet that had like a, just a little generic guy standing there and you can color it or draw on it. And when I was trying to figure out what to do for this cover, my brother had did um, one of these characters where he had kind of like these crisscross orbiting things and, and the basic design. And I, I was like, can I use this as a, you know, to come up with some kind of cool cover. So uh, he's not an artist. So, yeah, so I used that and did this cover, and that's when I wanted the story to be like a superhero. It was well, it was 
I was young, so I was like, it, was, it, it had this whole kind of generic superhero idea. And I tried to, you know, collaborate with people and do it and whatnot and just never went anywhere. But then the whole thing, I, I guess I really like a good sci-fi and there's a lot of crap out there. But there's also a lot of good sci-fi. So um, it just kind of naturally turned into this character, went from this guy that was an astronaut that got hit with radioactive waves and turned into this uh, powered person to this genetically engineered, you know, creature. You know, that, and that's funny. I like, I try to get a lot of artists to do illustrations of this character, you know, during development or just what I would start to do is go to comic conventions and just go, here's my version of this character, which is on the cover to the preview issue, one of the covers. And you can see it online and whatnot. And then I would like, hey, could you do a version? You know, and I get all these different variations of different artists, which you can see at my website. I have a lot of them posted, but. 90, 99% of the artists would always just draw him like Captain America, you know, muscular and just strong. And I, you know, and I, I was, I eventually got to the point where I looked, look, he's like a creature. He's more like an alien, you know, he's toned, but he's thin, you know, and once in a while I'd get somebody who would actually do that. Uh-huh. But, but it, yeah, just naturally turned into the sci-fi uh, story and all these kinds of concepts that I started to think about just kept intriguing me that were beyond him, of course. And it just kind of is growing organically. Plus, when you're collaborating with other people, it's like all this other stuff influences the story and turns it into that. So I like sci-fi, though, that to answer the to, to finish up is, you know, I love philosophy, theology and history and stuff like that. And sci-fi is a great um, avenue to explore those, you know, certain kinds of philosophical questions or or whatnot. So, absolutely, yeah, that's fantastic. Moral dilemmas, <laughs> the implications of technology. So, yeah, so uh, so I'm actually I'm actually on your website right now, and I'm like looking through everything, and. Uh, I was actually uh, when um when we were doing the show last week, and I was uh, kind of talking about a little bit um, of what we we're doing this week. Um, the one thing I love is I, I'm able to listen to music on my headphones, um, and know like you know, so no one else hears it. Obviously, I love the song that plays in your intro uh, video. Oh really? Yeah. Which one is it? Is it uh, which intro video? Is it? I have a couple, a few videos. Which one? It's uh when you go when you go to uh, staunchambition.com you go to your intro section and the very first video at the top there, um, there. To, yeah if I get to the very I end of the stuff yeah I made I, I made the website but I don't remember <laughs> I just <laughs> I just sit there with our website it's like yeah, I go to our website I'm trying to think like okay what do we have in the what's going on and I realize oh, oh yeah, yeah we don't we don't do anything oh. so. <laughs> I, I, I printed some posters out eight and a half by eleven a while ago and put them on the website. And like long time, you know, months later, I forgot that I even had posters that were eight and a half by eleven because I have the bigger posters as well that I sell at conventions. I mean, just stuff like that constantly. I'm like, oh yeah, 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 these posters. Yeah, I'm yeah. looking at it. that's my first Kickstarter uh, video. I yeah, I, yeah. I mean, like I was I mean, like it. The music goes so perfect with the video. Yeah, it, I mean, like it, 
It, I mean, like it got to a point like where like I mean, I was so focused on what was going on, it, it just intrigued the shit on me, and the music made like was a big part of that because it just it just worked, and I like that like kind of like I like when the music draws you into what's going on. Yeah, that's, that's, that's like, that song is a perfect trailer music because well, I, there's I don't know if you know this, but the there's more to that song than just it's just some song, right? So. Do, do you know any, uh, any kind of the background of the song? No, I just I just saw like okay, so it's uh, elements of cadence. I looked them up on YouTube to listen mm-hmm. to more of the songs, yeah. but I don't know mu- I don't know much about the song itself. I just watched a little bit more of the band that uh, sh- the song was um, re- uh, recorded by. Well, I, I'm not I'm an artist, but I tinker on the piano, and so mm-hmm. I'm not a musician by any means. But I'm you know I love and wish that I, I'm a frustrated musician, I guess, because I never actually really pursued it. But I've tinkered on a piano for years and I've took classes, whatnot. But so basically I've had uh, composed a few melodies of my own, just with the basic skill set that I have. And I, I have a few melodies that I just love and I always dreamed of getting them produced into real music, you know, working with an actual. And when I decide decided to do this book i thought you know what i'm gonna have these this song some music done based upon my music and so i you know i just decided i'm gonna go ahead and do it i thought it would be cool to have and to give with the book so i scoured kickstarter for a while looking for certain kinds of groups that offer you know where you would write a song with you where they mm-hmm. would write a song with you. And I came across Elements of Cadence, and I just love that, like, the singer is amazing, and they're just a solid alternative rock group. And so I purchased that Kickstarter reward, and then I sent them videos of me playing my melody, and then they built a song, started a song with that, and then we went back and forth on it, and then came up with that song. So, And, and, and then the last part about this, as far as being in a trailer and you enjoying it, I bought that trailer as a template, you know, and and had had to t- you know tweaked it and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, you know, just got because it takes forever to do animation, and that song literally synced perfectly up. And I didn't plan anything like that. I thought I was gonna have to tweak everything, time it. That mm-hmm. song, t- like it just naturally, what a uh, relief that was. But it would just naturally synced up with the uh, that template. I'm glad See, you I- liked it. Yeah, see, I, I would never, I would never thought that it just worked. Like it seemed like it was made it, for it seemed, it almost. Yeah, I, like, are you kidding me? There's so much stress. Like I just spent an hour working on the Kickstarter for issue two. I'm building it and I'm putting the rewards in, and I already had a bunch of rewards in there. I spent another hour putting the rest of them in there. I was just gonna get done. And I go to hit save, mm-hmm. and it says could not save. Doesn't say. I just posted that. I was so pissed on my uh facebook and i'm just like what it's just, it doesn't say why that and i'm sitting there trying to figure out how to get it i couldn't do anything i lost you know like an hour's worth of work so to sit there and have to sync it all up would have took forever if it didn't line right up well the, the biggest the biggest thing like when it comes to uh like the videos like this like I have no idea how to do anything like that. Um, when I was about 18, 19 years old, and uh, me and my friends, we would make like we'd make our like own little like movies, like you know horror movies, uh, small action movies, goofy movies together. So, and like 
we used uh, a program that we created like credits with and shit. That was like the extent of like my computer technology uh, right. intellect that went. Uh, my uh, my buddy Derek, uh, who went to college for uh, video editing, he's the one that does the editing for our show because I won't sit there and do it. Mm. Um, it's not it's not that uh, you know I couldn't learn to do it. I just don't want to do it. I mean, I spend enough time talking on it to where I don't have to sit through and do all this. Luckily, Derek hates being uh, on things like this, so his way of being part of it is doing the editing. So it saves us nice. a lot of time for not having to do that. Um, so I mean, I I honestly have no idea what goes into making things like this. Um, mm. I do believe it's extensive. I do believe it's probably a headache. So, uh, so props oh, to you for animation. doing animation. Animation is a ton of work, and and I have done animation. It's mm-hmm. it's like uh, quite a bit, and so yeah, I'm able you know I'm able to to tweak the template to certain areas to where it's in, in my liking and whatnot. So I mean, I work in After Effects and I've worked in Flash. So I've done some animation, but that's something that I'm just it's kind of a more of a hobby as well. But uh, it's good to know, but it's it, it's a lot of work. Yeah, um, I mean, if you're if you're good at, it, I mean, like you know, I'm sure like it's, I don't, know, I, I can't even explain what I want to say right now because I suck at this. <laughs> um, like I would love to learn how to do it, but I don't think I could have the patience to like kind of figure it all out. I guess the, yeah. I, I just I just don't think I can. Like I think I would try to do it, like um, like making like a ball bounce like across the screen. Like, if I right. screwed it up just once, I would just throw the computer at the wall and say, fuck it, and go buy a bouncy ball myself. Kind of just thing like that. videotape a bouncy ball and yeah, go there. Right. Like, I just, animate I just throw it animate the this. Like <laughs> take, my phone, take my phone out, whip it down the street, and watch it bounce away. Because if I could if I, I could do something like that, if I couldn't sit here and program something to make it look like a ball is constantly bouncing, or like one of those slip books, if you do something there, won't be able to do it. Derek could do it. Derek's good at it. But Derek went to school to learn that shit. I learned through life experiences just to talk and bullshit. So I'm gonna stick to that. So yeah, animating a bouncing ball is actually very easy because you know, as you can imagine, these computers, (laughs) you know, they have things set up where you know it's a lot of this stuff is user friendly as opposed to having to draw the ball 400 times in different positions. (laughs) You know, now to just get a ball to bounce, you can kind of just have a circle or whatever image and then you have your time you have your timeline at the beginning so the ball's there and then you move your timeline to the end and or the middle let's say and then it's down you move the ball simply down to the floor and then you move the timeline simply to the end and move the ball back up and then you got a bouncing ball i mean it's that easy let's do it I'm just, <laughs> it's, it's, it's fascinating. I'm gonna think I'm gonna do that for my next trailer. <laughs> a bouncing ball. Yeah. Just have a bouncing here. ball. Something philosophical just, here. I know it. Yeah. Ball the bouncing ball. <laughs> it's deep. Oh, dude. Um, you did mention uh, a little bit earlier that uh, you do work with a crew um, on your show, or not your show. I'm sorry, your comic. Um. You kind of want to give us a little background on uh, who you work with, how you like, how you guys got together, and all that. Well, I'll start with uh, the music again. I mean, you got elements of Cadence that collaborated with on that one song, it's alternative rock. But I also have another song which is going to be in my next trailer, 
<clears throat> for Kickstarter 2, for issue 2. And it's uh, um, based upon my melody, again, written by uh, uh, Jason Conley, who is a Michigan, local Michigan um, artist. And he just recently came out with an album called Chemicals, which uh, he's an independent and amazing, just beautiful. The guy can sing. Um, the compositions of the music are great. Uh, so he did a, an electronic instrumental piece that uh, I just love. It's it's kind of like the theme for the book. So uh, I have those two songs. And then when I was looking for a, a main artist, that was probably, well, it's been a while, but that was one of the most stressful things, especially when you're just starting out and you don't have a reputation or a name. So I put uh, online some uh, some stuff and was looking, and I had all these different people submitting from like you know Israel to um, New Guinea or I mean just all over the world. And in fact, one person who submitted to do the art was telling me their name was this and that, and sending me stuff. And, and they're like, "Was it were amazing?" And I'm like, "Wow, this person is amazing, and they're not expensive." And then I was some red flags came up. And I did some investigating, and this person was sending me art from some other artist that wasn't their own. And I was like, you know, I was like, gonna, you know, so tempted to go with them. So to get an artist was very stressful, but I found a guy that happened to live like, you know, a block away from my mom on Facebook. I found him on Facebook, and he is a concept artist for, um, he likes to do concept art for like, uh, video games and um, wants to get into movies. I, he's had a couple of opportunities to work to get into a, a few movies, but he was under contract with the video game company at the time. So I think it will happen if not, if it hasn't already. But Tyler Thal is one of the main artists um, and his work is just magnificent. So it's, it's not a superhero book. So his style, I think, fits better because I'm going for something like a realistic sci-fi so he's doing these like digital paintings that are, you know, something you might find in a video game. Um, and then uh, I've also hired on a guy named Erwin Arosa, who's doing um, the pencils. At first, Tyler was doing everything. Just he was doing the layouts, the full color and everything. And I was like, well, you know, we should alleviate some of the work for you. So I got a pencil layout artist who is in the Philippines. Erwin Arosa's is magnificent. He he's worked he's worked on Grenadon and some other things, and that was a that's a successful Kickstarter. And his work is is magnificent. And then Tyler wants to just focus on video games, so I had to find another colorist. So Tyler recommended a guy named Neil Anderson who did. Um, I just recently post the cover to issue two, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's uh, done by Neil Anderson. So he's kind of one of my uh, main artists now, and he's magnificent. I mean, I, I've been so blessed to get guys who are, you know, because if I'm going to do this and I'm working my freaking tail off on this, I, I want to do it right. So um, I'm glad that I got great talent that, you know, believes in this project. And, and not only that, but they're taking it to the next level. And then I decided, you know, it might help to promote the book to try to get a couple, like, established artists some big names so i solicited for you know all these like artists working for marvel dc and whatnot and i got 
uh, Koi Pham, who works for DC now, but's done stuff for Marvel and Disney, did my cover to my preview issue, yeah. and uh, yeah, he's he's brilliant. And then I have uh, Freddie Williams, who works for DC mainly, but he's also worked for Marvel and IDW and whatnot. And he did the cover to my issue number one, which I colored. So he did a magnificent black and white like wash uh, montage on the front cover. So. Uh, I'm also co-writing with John McNichol, who's a published author, and because um, I was a little nervous, I'm not a writer by trade, so I didn't want to get in, go all in, and try to write this without, you know, not really being a writer. So that's pretty much it. I got some other people working with me on uh, edits and whatnot. So that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah there's... How long does it take you from? Um start to finish per issue do you just out of curiosity well that's kind of a you know that's kind of a, a tricky subject or uh, time because it's like it depends on a lot of things but you know i have a day job and kids and whatnot and and so it's taken me you know just under a year and i wish i could crank these books out but you know i it, first of all, the, the quality of the book is not just like where you're just throwing like it's like we're doing some pretty serious like full renders. Right. Um, and so that takes that that takes a little bit. And I'm not the fastest guy. That's why, you know, um, I do art and I'm lettering it and I'm writing it and and then collaborating with writers uh, to help out. But it, I wish I could create these out sooner, but it's just so much work. And then there's the marketing and just building the Kickstarter website to designing a banner and designing t-shirts and blah 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 so hitting you know, doing podcasts oh my gosh no I'm just kidding. so it's like we'll see if i can speed that up but one of the ways i'm looking at it is is like kind of like the harry potter books i don't know how often they come out but they don't come out like every month like a comic book right so i'm just trying to put these out there at least at least once a year and um it, I think I might be able to get that sooner too. So it's going to be under a year. Fantastic. Yeah. So, um, uh, I know Joe knows more about comics than I do. Obviously. Uh, I know very little. Um, so with this comic, is this going to be like, like, is this only going to be like a certain amount of, uh, comics that go into this series or like, like it's gonna have like five books for staunch ambition, and then you're gonna create a new project, or how? Like, how does the story go uh, go about over the course of the series? I guess. Like, how many books are in this series? Well, it depends on how it goes, because um, ultimately, I'm putting this out there. There's two. There's two ways I can go about it. Mm -hmm. I mean, this. I have so many ideas for the story. It's like, you know, kind of like the Star Wars universe to me, you know, it's just like you could go on forever with concepts. And that's how I feel about this story. I just there's so many things that I could do with it. So I could this could be continue for years, um, but it's a lot of work. And depending on the um, the amount of success I'm able to get, it is going to dictate a little bit of whether I try to do the full big epic story. Mm. Or whether I have these, you know, character stories and do a, a miniseries and then see if it, you know, grants going, 
you know, going into the epic story, or if I just decide, you know, I, I got this in my resume, I put this out there, I'm proud of it, I'm going to wrap it up in, you know, seven issues, let's say, or give or take, and then maybe move on to something else where, you know, some door opens up. So we'll see. But I could, yeah, I could write this for the rest of my life, I think, as far as uh, a continued series. But it, in, but the epic story could be, I don't know, 20, 20 books, you know, or so. Uh, so I, it's a little organic. I'm not sure exactly where it's going to go, but there's so many things. I, I have so many ideas. It's like, I don't know, you know, it's it, the hard part is trying to figure out which one. Okay. Which ones do I want to do? Absolutely. Totally get where you're coming from there. But what what ultimately I will have to have is it would have to be a, a like for instance I, I was going to do a double size first issue, mm-hmm. you know I'm just thinking big bigger than I, and I'm just starting out man it is a grind being an independent creator, and so I'm like oh I'm gonna have this double size first issue and my my uh, one friend who's also an independent publisher for uh, Iron Age Comics was like look man just split that up into two issues because you're just putting too much pressure on yourself to do this and then have to do issue three when you can actually have two issues there and then, you know, have an issue three and give yourself a little bit of a buffer. Mm-hmm. And so what I did was I, I was like, yeah, you know what? That's, that would be a, a huge help. And so what I did was uh, split it up and I added five pages because I had this other idea. I wanted to put an issue one Plus, I needed to have this really good cliffhanger, so that's what I wound up doing. So I bring that up is because whatever it winds up being, how many issues, it's going to have a damn good, you know, ending is what is important. So that's it's it's got to have a nice uh, impact. Right. You want you want something satisfying and yep. meaty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I have a question. I'm I'm on your guys' website and in the store there is issue zero and then issue one yes what it what's issue zero was that like your first step or it's first nothing. issue you, you order it and you, you get nothing <laughs> i'm just kidding. no i uh it's a preview issue that um I was, you know, concerned about coming out with issue one and, you know, with my first book and just starting out and not having an audience. So what I decided to do was to put together a preview issue that has a sneak peek at issue one. Okay. It's a flip. It's a flip book, the physical book. The one yeah. side is the Koi Fam cover and then you flip it. And the other side is the cover I did, one of my original pieces for the character Azris, which you can see them next to each other there. Yeah. But uh, it's a flip book. The one side's a sneak peek at issue one, which just has like about four pages to issue one. And then the other side has a prologue to the story. So it's all original story and content, um, which is the prologue to the actual story. So okay. like like a little bit of their history. And then it has some of the like the making of it. and char- There's pages in there with like character de- concept sketches of the character designs and, you know, some behind the scenes stuff. Okay. So it's a, it's a look at a shoe. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's actually got original story content in it, and it gives you like a trailer to the issue one, 
Yeah, and of course, you know, it's it's a it's a, a promotional thing, but it also has content to it. Um, okay. In the Kickstarter for issue one, and in the next Kickstarter coming up, I did an exclusive. I have I'm having exclusive Kickstarter issues that you can only get through Kickstarter. And what I did was I did a variant cover for issue one where I combined the prologue from the preview issue and issue one together to get a you know, like a forty some page book. Okay. And yeah, and wow. so it's ex- it's exclusive only to Kickstarter people. So I still have some of those left, plus they're numbered. So oh, nice. Yeah, I was like, no, let's get them numbered, and and then um, uh, I'm also going to have a numbered exclusive issue number two for only. So something I'll, I'll I'll promote for the Kickstarter two is I have certain things that I have limited numbers of. So I have a few <coughs> of the numbered issue number one exclusives left. So um, I only have a certain amount of them. So I'm offering them. So you know if they sell out, be, you know they'd be good to get to the Kickstarter before they sell out. Plus, I sent um, a batch, 30 books to Koi and Freddie to sign. And so I have a limited number of those where you can get the sig- the books that are also signed by Freddie Williams and Koi Fam. So. Oh, nice. Pretty cool. So you mentioned, uh, you mentioned that you have another Kickstarter coming up. I kind of want to give everyone an idea of uh, when that's going to happen. Um, I'm launching it March 3rd. So coming up soon. Yeah, that's right around the corner. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, I'm getting a little nervous because you know, I spent an hour on putting <laughs> putting it together and just lost an hour's work. But yeah, that's I'm, Friday I'm, of next week. <laughs> um, well, actually, isn't it two weeks? It should be two weeks. Yeah, uh, about two weeks. Yeah. 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 I count Sunday as this one week. So yeah, count count the time traveler. You're freaking me out. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so two weeks. <laughs> oh, yeah, but you're right. I think it's one more. There's only one more. Yeah. Well, there's yeah, but um, uh, yeah, getting a video is a big part of it. So I have the video done, and then now doing the rewards is like trying to figure calculus out because mm-hmm. I I have to sit there and figure out what price range, and I have only a certain amount of these, and I got to offer. Sitting there trying to co- collect, you know, collaborate at all has been stressful. Absolutely. <laughs> What do you add to the next level that makes people go, hmm, that's worth five more bucks? Yeah, and then you're like, well, I only have so many of these signed by him, and then I only have so many of these exclusive number ones left, and so where do I put them? And then, you know, you got to make sure you do it right, because otherwise you're offering more than what you have. I got T-shirts, too, so, yeah, it's uh, there's a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. I'm enjoying it, and I'm proud of it. So that's the biggest part, you know. I'm, I'm really. Oh yeah, definitely. I always wish I had the next issue in my hands, but I'm I'm really happy with what I've done so far with and, and the people I'm working with. So. Absolutely. That's awesome. Um, I hate to cut this short, but uh, we're getting up to a time where uh, we're gonna have to uh, stop the interview, I guess. Oh, yeah, no problem. And and kind of, I don't, I don't know how I don't know how to make that sound nicer than that. It kind of sounds kind of douchey. She was just hung up on me. <laughs> yeah, like oh no, we're going through a tunnel. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean the biggest thing is like it's it's not us. It's it's the editor who bitches about us going over hours and shit like that. And oh yeah, no problem. So um, but um, 
but like uh we do definitely want to have you back on our show uh like like in the future kind of like a follow-up thing like you know like you know how everything's going in the process and everything like that because i know there's so much more we could talk about and i enjoy talking to you so well real quick in a nutshell what give me your guys' impression of the book and what you've seen so far like nothing major i know you want to end it but (laughs) no 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 it's fine Uh, well, no, because, well, yeah, uh, I want, no, my honest opinion about it is, like, I'm really excited to see more of it. I love the animations. Um, when you sent me the, uh, so when you messaged me uh, on Facebook and you sent me the um, the, the cover and the uh, the additional sheet, I loved the fire and the skeleton and everything. Oh, yeah, issue I, number two. Yeah, it's magnificent. It's absolutely amazing. Uh, I went to your old Kickstarter, the original Kickstarter, looked through the, uh, the the um the art and everything it, it it's it blows me away on the art and everything because it, I mean like there I mean there are people like who will create a comic book give you images and they don't seem like they put a lot of effort in they just kind of give you an idea of what's going on but mm-hmm. when I look at yours it it really does draw me into it mm, I mean there's I mean there's so much and I'm not even I'm not a comic book guy I hate reading and you can ask con you can ask joey and you can listen to a lot of the podcasts that we've done i mentioned a lot i hate reading you're definitely on record yeah i mean it is but this is something that i would pick up and i would sit down and go through and i'd go go through more than once i mean like it's it's just and it it's 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 mesmerizing. These pictures are absolutely amazing. That's that's um, encouraging. Yeah, I'm trying to put like deep every detail into it and and compete with like the the best stuff out there. I'm not trying to just do another book that looks like it was drawn in the basement. But you know, and and that's the thing. Like you know, I I can sit here and I look at these pictures. If if someone handed me these pictures, I would think this is done by like a very um like a DC, like a Marvel. Like it doesn't look like a it doesn't look like it comes from a guy who created one comic book in his life. It looks like it came from a group of people who created them throughout their entire lives. I mean, it, the quality is. I don't want. I'm going to call. Brian's a professional. I'm saying it. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a, I guess, independent comic creator. But yeah, I don't know if I'm professional yet. I haven't really made any you money are- yet. You are when I start making dude. money, then we can go there. Yeah, you're yeah. you're an independent professional. That's what I'm calling it, because uh-huh. because the quality in in these comics look absolutely amazing. The story that uh, that's even on this one page here, the story, the images and everything is absolutely amazing. Oh, thanks, man. You you have something great here. I'm excited to uh, for the next Kickstarter uh, start because I know you're going to do great on it. I saw that you met your pledge on the first one. And I'm sure you're going to exceed it on the second one. Well, fingers crossed, man. Yeah, Thanks, I love uh, it. I love I love the idea. I love sci-fi. I love that you're you're talking about philosophy and theology and how all of these things kind of come together and 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 mesh themselves together in the future and lead to um, sort of higher reaching levels of human consciousness and ability and and I'm just I'm really intrigued by that and I can't tell you how excited I am. I might I don't know. Cool. And you're the if comic you don't, if you don't tell me now that I can't, like, if if you have a reward level where I can purchase both books at the same time, I'll wait for your Kickstarter. Otherwise, I'll probably order a book uh, tonight. 
Um, well, I'm, <laughs> I am offering, you know, um, all three books at different various signed states by different artists or just not signed. And so, yeah, you'll be able to get all, all of them in the next Kickstarter. So I, I suppose, um, I suppose, uh, I could, uh, yeah, it, you would probably want to wait. Yeah. It's only a, it's only two weeks, like you said. So absolutely. Well then that's what I'll do. Sorry. But <laughs> oh, awesome, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, I'm excited for it. I'm really, uh, especially talking to you. This is fantastic. Great, man. Yeah. I was looking forward to uh, talking to you and meeting you guys. I was enjoying your, uh, your episodes. Yeah, see, and I and I gotta say, I, I was telling Colin and Joey, like, you know, like when I got a message from you, and I was like, like, I don't know if this guy listens to our show, but he really wants to be on it. I mean, I, like, I was kind of confused at first. I'm like, I don't think this guy really knows what kind of podcast this is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I, I might not have known exactly at the time, but I, I got, I looked, I came across you on Twitter, and I was looking at, it, and I just thought these guys seem cool. So, any geek is a is a friend of mine. Did, was it was it from the hashtag freaking saying that I know the entire country uses? I'm assuming. I don't know. I don't <laughs> remember actually. Trust me, it's not. There's like two people, and one of them's me, so I wouldn't even worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. But um. Colin, did you want to say anything before I continue? Um. I just want to let you know. Uh. I. I'm going to back in the next Kickstarter, and I think it's very interesting. Cool, man. Yeah, I'll I, I be sure to send out the uh, music for you guys too, because um, yeah, I, that's part. Of, it's just part of the uh, atmosphere and part of the experience. So, oh, I I love the music. I mean, I actually want to talk to you a little bit more about the music uh, later on because I would love to talk to that band, and I would actually love to see if I could get uh, if they'd be okay with me playing one of their songs at the end of one of our shows in the future. Because I tried mm, to. Well, because what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to get indie bands to send us their music so we can play it and kind of plug them and help support them and shit. But for some reason, I guess they don't want the free help. So, I mean, whatever. <laughs> but, but, I mean, I love their music. Like I said, like, I went on YouTube and I listened to a couple of their songs. I mean, it blew me away. So, I love them. And I think I think everything you guys do together clicks so perfectly. Yeah, there's some wicked guitar in the, uh, the full-length song and that uh, rock alternative. Like, it's really cool sounding, man. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's I. That was actually the one other thing that I wanted to say that I forgot to say was um, I love the way that you bring music into it because I think um, it adds a dimension to storytelling that can be missed, um, especially in comic books. Um, you know, by by adding music, you you add an ambiance, you give a feeling to something that doesn't necessarily need to come off the page to exist. So I just I love that. Oh yeah, I, I'm a I'm a music love music too. So it was like, you know what, I'm gonna do it. So nice. yeah, it's it's such. I think they they work well together. So what I need to do is add like a little beep in it, so you know you know when to turn the page as yes. the music's playing. I know exactly <laughs> what you mean in the song. <laughs> um, so before uh before we say goodbyes and before uh you, um before we have you plug anything, um, I'm going to do a new segment that you are the very first person to be involved in oh cool and yeah. the first guest 2017 awesome you, you are the first yeah. guest 2017 i heard that mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and you are the first guest to be part of a new segment that we're going to do with future guests called Just Freaking Curious. And basically what it is, I'm just going to ask you five basic, normal, everyday questions. Uh, these could be first date questions. Totally cool. Um, <laughs> and, uh, that's hope, that's hope yeah. man. I'm hoping to get lucky. Oh, <laughs> oh trust me. You, <laughs> I ain't that drunk. But... <laughs> Okay. Uh, five basic questions. You know, just uh, the first thing yeah. that comes to your head. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. What is your favorite movie? Ooh. Uh, let's go with uh, the Abyss. Nice. Uh, favorite genre of music? Blues. Blues. I like blues too. Uh, favorite food? Uh Cool lasagna. Nice. Perfect. If you could travel to anywhere in the world, where would it be? Uh, maybe Rome. Rome. And uh, last one. Who is your favorite host of this freaking show? Uh, <laughs> now that—that's a pretty messed up <laughs> question. There, no, yeah. Well, no, why don't I? Not, well, don't put me on a spot there. But why don't I just put say my least favorite? There you no, go. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that would be worse. No, no I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, question five: uh, greatest achievement uh, in your life this far, or greatest moment of your life this far? Ooh, greatest moment. Uh, uh, being a father, I don't know. It's just, you know, awesome. That's probably like five times over. But now, nice. now, just out of curiosity, what's the uh, age range of uh, your children? 22 to 12. Okay, now do they read your comic and do they give you like honest feedback on it if they do? Or Yes, I, I get some good feedback. On, they're not in the comics, but uh, I do get, you know, feedback from my son uh, or my kids. I ask them about certain things like which cover looks better, or what color logo. Look, you know, if you notice on all my different books, I have the same logo, but I have different colors to the staunch ambition. Mm-hmm. And so I, you know, doing stuff like that and I'm like, which one do you like better? And they'll give me some really good feedback and then I'll throw out story ideas. So I get some ideas, but they're, they're not into comics. Uh, so, you know, it's like I, they go to conventions with me and it's kind of like, just like, I don't know if I was a kid, I would be like in heaven, but they're, they're more like, it's, <laughs> it's just something to do. <laughs> yeah. I got you. Well, why don't you, why don't you tell everyone where they could, uh, they could purchase your comic, um, you know, where they can find you on social media and all that stuff and where they can find information on your comics and who you are and all that. Well, um, if you, you obviously if you type in staunch ambition uh, and Google, you, you can probably get, you know, my website is staunch ambition. My Facebook page is staunch ambition. Twitter is staunch ambition. So um, I have all those accounts and Instagram and whatnot. So, and there's where you can find links to all the relevant new stuff like Kickstarters or whatnot. So as soon as I get that Kickstarter going up, I'll be adding it to every one of those websites. So. Fantastic. Perfect. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, as soon as it goes up, you just let me know and we'll make sure that we uh, put it out there for the world to see too, because I'm not going to, you probably, you probably have more people are interested in your lives than our lives, but I mean, I'm going to try, I'm going to try to help you out as best I can. Well, hey, man, that's it's, it, one of the good things is we can cross promote each other, and and uh, it's awesome to uh, it's awesome to be on uh, podcasts. I love it. In fact, I want to do my, one of my own podcasts someday, but we'll see. I'm just too busy. 
Yeah. It, it, I'll tell you, this is the, I mean, this is the most fun I've had in a while. Um, I mean, this is, I mean, this is competing with sitting on the couch and doing nothing and it's winning. So, <laughs> Oh <laughs> man, that, funny I used, week. I'm wondering yeah. if I should go back to doing that. Cause man, there's <laughs> times where you just want to rip my hair out. Oh, uh, yeah, it's, I hear you there. yeah, I mean, it's a lot of fun. Who knows? Maybe somewhere down the line, you know, you create a new character in your comic book, just called travesty. I mean, just off the top of my head. Yeah. That's a, that's a good idea, man. Um, yeah, I did have a, uh, I did have a reward last Kickstarter for getting your face in the book, but there's nowhere in issue two for that to happen. So I didn't offer it this time. <laughs> that's perfect. Well, Brian, I appreciate, uh, you coming on the show and everything and spending time with us. Um, you know, uh, you're you're more than welcome. I don't know if you need to take off, or you're more than welcome to hang out with us uh, while Colin do his uh, Colin does his weekly thing. <laughs> so you're definitely more than welcome to hang around if you want to listen to him talk. No, uh, go ahead. I'll I'll mute and I'll just sit here and work. And if I uh, have something to say, I might chime in if there's an opportunity. Groovy. I I hope this is the moment where like Colin does like one of his facts, and then someone's just like, uh, technically that ain't right. <laughs> uh Gallon, uh your turn, brother. Okay. Welcome back everybody to this freaking state of mind. As I mentioned earlier in the show tonight, our state this week is Kentucky. And like I say every week, I get these facts from the internet. If you don't like them, don't believe them. If you don't think it's true, look them up yourself. I really don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> let's get started. Uh, actually, when I was going through these, I found Kentucky to be actually pretty quite interesting. So there's a lot here. So let's get on it. The town of Murray is home to the Boy Scouts of America Scouting Museum, located on the campus of Murray State University. Huh. Uh, uh, I like this because I actually am. I was a Boy Scout at the time, so. That's why this one made it. <laughs> I didn't know that. And I believe that Boy Scouts deserve that. So, mm-hmm. um, The Kentucky Derby, everyone knows about this, is the oldest continuously held horse race in the country. And it is held at Churchill Downs in Louisville on the first Sunday in May. Very, very big event. Um, I actually, this past... Uh, Kentucky Derby. We actually watched some of it here at the house. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep. Bluegrass country around Lexington is home to the world's finest racehorses. I'd hope so with uh, the Kentucky Derby being there. Absolutely. In Kentucky. Kentucky was a popular hunting ground for the Shawnee and Cherokee Indian nations prior to being settled by white settlers. In nineteen, oh, not in nineteen, in seventeen seventy-four, Harrodstown, now Harrodsburg, was established as the first permanent settlement in Kentucky region. It was named after James Harrod, who led the team of area surveyors. The oldest, the old official state tree of Kentucky was the Kentucky coffee tree, um, but it has since changed to the tulip tree. Uh, this change happened actually pretty recently. 
1976, which uh, I didn't know they changed those things still. <laughs> and what qualifies for a change, you know? <laughs> Less than a dollar. Well, a dollar. I'll change it for a dollar. <laughs> Cheeseburgers were first served in Kentucky in 1934 at the Cowlands restaurant in Louisville. Really? Uh, uh, supposedly. Hmm. Uh, gotta be true. Yeah, of course it's gotta be true. Because everything <laughs> on the internet is true. Uh, <laughs> The Corvette is manufactured in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Hmm. Mammoth Cave is the world's longest cave and was first promoted in 1816, making it the second oldest tourist attraction in the U.S. Uh, Niagara Falls in New York is the first. Begun in 1819, the first commercial oil well was on the Cumberland River in McCreary County. That's interesting to me. Mm -hmm. This is a very interesting one. The first Miss America from Kentucky is Heather Renee French, and she was crowned in on September 18th of 1999. <sighs> How long has Miss America been around? Imagine a while. Yeah. Uh, a lot of time. Yeah. Wow. Long enough. <laughs> I mean, the first not, not long, not long enough for Steve Harvey to get it wrong, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the first Kentucky Fried Chicken restaurant, owned and operated by Colonel Sanders, is located in Corbin, Kentucky. Uh, Kentucky is the state where both Abraham Lincoln, president of the Union, and Jefferson Davis, president of the Confederacy, uh, were born. They were born less than 100 miles and one year apart. Huh. I, <laughs> oh, jinx. <laughs> uh, Cumberland is the only waterfall in the world to regularly display a moonbow. And is located just south of Corb southwest of Corbin. And for you guys that don't know what a moonbow is, it is a a rain basically a rainbow, but instead of the sunlight reflecting or the sunlight creating the uh, rainbow effect, it's the moonlight that's bouncing off the water molecules and creating a rainbow. So I found that too. The town of Corbin, again with Corbin, apparently Corbin is a very popular place here in Kentucky, <laughs> was the birthplace of old time movie star Arthur Lake, whose real surname was Silver Lake. He played the role of Dagwood in the Blondie films in of 1930s and 40s. And Lake's parents were trapeze artists billed as the Flying Silver Lakes. Hmm. Yep. Now, uh, I find this next fact uh, very interesting. Uh, 
and kind of funny and I guess Iraq too. Christian County is wet, while Bourbon County is dry, and Barron County has the most fertile land in the state. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Right? In 1888, Otis Dick Tate, the state treasurer, embezzled $247,000 and fled the state. So what you're telling me is everything that I should trust about Kentucky is the opposite. But yeah, that's the kind of what it sounds like. <laughs> hmm. Does it, does that not sit well with you, Joe? No, it's fine. I think it's hilarious. The <laughs> irony is just palpable. Right. Oh, and then we come to an everyone this. The good old happy birthday to you song <laughs> was actually created by Two Louisville sisters in 1893. Okay. Um, and it's actually copywritten and protected, right? And that's why movies can't, aren't supposed to play it. Yep. Oh. Teacher Mary S. Wilson held the first observance of Mother's Day in Henderson. In 1887, and it was made a national holiday in 1916. Hmm. That that was pretty interesting. I did so. She just like, yeah, we're gonna have this Mother's Day. <laughs> uh, back to horses. Uh, the great man of war won all of his horse races except one, which he lost to a horse named Upset. Take that. It's perfect. <laughs> Man, I mean this this state's awesome, ain't it? <laughs> the state's full of irony. It is. The first American performance of Beethoven's Symphony or of a Beethoven Symphony was in Lexington in 1817. Wow. Um the all-known post-it note uh, are manufactured exclusively in Cynthia, Kentucky. And the exact number made annually of these popular notes is a trade secret. Hmm. Well, I know they are... Secret to keep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of find it really interesting that it's exclusively in one town mm-hmm. for it being so big and used everywhere. Right. Um. Daniel Boone and his wife Rebecca are buried at in the Frankfurt Cemetery, and their son Isaac is buried at the Blue Licks Battlefield near Carl, Carlisle, um, where he was killed in the last battle of the Revolutionary War fought in Kentucky. Oh, wow. Hmm. Uh, the only monument south of the Ohio River dedicated to Union soldiers who died in the Civil War is located in Vanceburg, Kentucky. Wow. The public saw an electric light for the first time in Louisville. Uh, Thomas Edison introduced his incandescent light bulb to crowds at the Southern Exposition in 1883. So look at that. It's uh incandescent bulb in 1883. And now we are going out to LED bulbs. So, <laughs> All 
the uh, advances we have made. Let's see how far we uh. come. <laughs> the radio was invented by a Kentuckian named Nathan B. Stubfield, Stubblefield of Murray in 1892. It was three years before Marconi made his claim to the The first enamel bathtub was made in Louisville in 1856. In the War of 1812, more than half of all Americans killed in action were Kentuckians. So either does that mean that they're not good at fighting or most people just came from there? Who knows? (laughs) Uh, Joe Bowen holds the world record for stilt walking endurance. He walked 3,008 miles on stilts between Bowen, Kentucky to Los Angeles, California. Um, I don't know if that's a trip, but it's a long time on stilts. That's all I got. Uh, the world's largest free-swinging bell, known as the World Peace Bell, is on permanent display in Newport, Kentucky. Uh, the brass plate embedded in the sidewalk at the corner of Limestone and Main Street in downtown Lexington is a memorial marker honoring Smiley Pete. Uh, Smiley Pete is the animal known as the town dog in Lexington. Where he died in 1957. Aww. Yep. Um, then you have the Lost River Cave and Valley Bowling Green includes a cave with the shortest and deepest underground river in the world. It contains the largest cave opening east of the Mississippi. Hmm. Uh, and our final fact for the great state of Kentucky is Pike County is the world's largest producer of coal is famous for the Hatfield McCoy feud an Appalachian vendetta that lasted from the Civil War to the 1890s I should have known the Hatfield McCoys would be in here somewhere (laughs) Um, so thanks everyone for joining me this week in this episode of this freaking state of mind uh, please join us next week for our next date, which should be uh, adventurous. So, take care. Bravo, Colin. Why, thank you. Bravo. Thank you. Bravo. Um, unfortunately, Brian did have to take off. Um, he, uh, he did say his goodbyes through uh, the uh, magic of typing. Um, if you didn't, you know, hear the fucking stampede Joey was creating <laughs> with his fucking fingers, uh, that was his, that was him saying goodbye. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, make sure you check out Brian and, uh, you know, all social media sites, Twitter, Facebook, uh, make sure you check out his Kickstarter on March 3rd, uh, when it comes on everything, we'll keep the updates going on our Facebook, our Twitter, along with it and all that to make sure you guys know exactly where to find it. Cause I know you guys want to, cause you're finally excited to hear another voice on the show. 
you know, rather than the three dullards you hear every week. That's right. I said dullards. I know that word. Mm. God, I'm a genius. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Hey, Colin. Yes. What you freaking on this week? Uh, uh, not really nothing right now. I haven't got, haven't gotten that far into the week yet. Oh, well, I guess I, I didn't have a great time last night at your uh, sister's engagement party. That so I got, I, I got to see people I haven't seen in quite a while. So I guess you can say I'm freaking on that. Uh. We actually saw Derek. He finally came up to town. It's been a long time. And yeah. um, and then our friend Hannah, who came down from Chicago. So Hannah, mm, yeah. Yep. Had a lot of fun. I'm sad I missed that. Yeah, we That's saw fun. your brothers. Well, I saw your brothers. Fantastic! Both of them made it. Yep. Uh, they well, not to the party. They uh, came by and helped set up. So. That's fine. That's, you know, yeah. more than I expected. That's, that's what happens when you're in Kentucky or Connecticut. <laughs> I know. That's Probably more than it. you did, Joe. I know. <laughs> so Joey was there in spirit. <laughs> I was. We have a card in the mail. <laughs> uh, Joe, what are you freaking on this week? Oh, shit. No, I'm just kidding. Um, what am I freaking on this week though? For real. Um, I've been going back through the West wing TV show. Um, it's just a really nice, I really like the show. It's well-written. It cracks me up every time I watch it. And, uh, uh, I hate to get all political, but it's nice to spend some fantasy time in a world where politics makes sense. (laughs) and is like not just insane on a daily basis so insane in the membrane the west wing good stuff highly recommend it so i gotta check that out i've i've heard of it before yeah you'd you'd probably like it i mean you like most things but you'd probably like it it's funny it's very witty that's the best part about it really yeah yeah the wit so, Travis, how about you? What are you freaking on this week? Uh, I'm excited to uh, once again become the um, Oscar nomination guessing champion for the Oscars coming up this weekend. Oh, that's true. That's next week. That's next week. Next Sunday. Yeah, which I said I get all my guesses over to Joe. Yeah, same here. <laughs> same. We're here. a little slow on this. Yeah, really, uh, really motivated. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, you didn't get your reward last time, so I can't blame you for doing this. Yeah, Yeah, fuckers. Um, yeah, I'll get, I don't know. Yeah, nah, fuck it, I'll get get it done. I, um, I work nights, so I mean, I got a couple hours during the day, I get shit done. Uh, yeah, I mean, just, you know, the Oscars are this weekend, so I'm excited to check that out. Uh, not a whole lot going on this week. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, with the work and everything, working nights, there's not too much, you know, to do during the weekend. My Saturdays are kind of just, you know, they are what they are until somebody tells me we're doing something different. And I don't think I have anything coming up this weekend I know of. So, 
Yeah. Just uh, Oscars Sunday, and that's about it. That's that's all I'm looking forward to. Nice. Yeah. Um. I think that's it. Hey, Joe. Yes. Every week, our listeners could catch Geekcast Joe here on this freaking show. But if an hour of Geekcast Joe isn't enough, where else can they find you? If you need more Geekcast Joe, you can find me over at the Geekcast Live podcast at gcl.ninja. You can also find us on Facebook, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Twitter by searching Geekcast Live. Nice. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, obviously, if you're listening to this and you found uh, a place to uh, listen to this freaking show, whether it be Stitcher, Google Play, Podbean, or iTunes. Um, but, uh, you know, make sure you follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter. We're on Instagram. Uh, we post pictures uh, once in a while. We don't really do that much. But if we get more followers, maybe we'll get more involved in it. Um, you know, you go to our website, thisfreakingshow.com. Dot com where you can find a list of all our guests, all the amazing guests we have, including uh, Brian that we had on this show. And more to come throughout the year 2017, obviously. Also, you go to the contact section where you can get involved with us. You know, Send us questions, send us recommendations. If you want to be on the show and be a guest, let us know. We'll bring you on the show. Um, use the hashtag freaking staying on Twitter to get involved with us You know, because we love uh, hearing from you guys. And uh, also, if you listen to us on iTunes, give us a rating, give us a review, because those five stars really do help us. Um, to continue on with um, the new concept I want to do every week, uh, here's another quote from the late, great Will Rogers. And Will says, this week... Ooh, yeah, I'm not going to say that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Everything is funny as long as it's happening to somebody else. Yeah, that's a nicer one. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll say the other one next week. <laughs> I'm feeling. Uh, as always, I am Travesty. I'm Awkward Cow. And I'm Geekcast Joe. Thank you for listening to another episode of this freaking show. I'm out.